beloved, you are now tuned in to Three Black Men, a podcast by three black men where we talk about theology, culture, and the world around us. The following content may not be suitable if you ain't real enough. Listener discretion is advised because real recognize real. Here's the hope when we look familiar. party people we wanted to give you a bit of a heads up about the conversation that you are about to partake in uh, that it is based upon Marvel's show The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and first off if you have not watched the show and this is going to be a spoiler for you hey this might be the time for you to skedaddle Next, uh, for the fans of the show um, and those who might be tempted to say, hey, it's not that deep. We don't want to analyze the show. We just want to have fun and kick it. Now's also your time to skedaddle. Get out of here. But really, we wanted to analyze the three black men of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And and so those are Lamar, Isaiah Bradley and Sam Wilson and so this is a light-hearted convo this is not meant to attack all of Marvel and if you're someone who just wants to chill kick it and unwind while you enjoy your uh, fiction um, and this conversation might wind you up you might also (laughs) want to uh, get out of here but really uh we have fun in this conversation. We uh, have banter. We uh, have some pushback with one another. And so hopefully you can enjoy this convo that we have together. Also, stay tuned to the very end because you get a sneak peek of the first episodes of our two spinoff podcasts. Uh, first is um, the New Living Translation. Uh, with Pastor Trey, and then you have Black Coffee and Theology. So stay tuned to the very end, and you can hear a bit of our first episodes uh, from those two podcasts. So enjoy. Love you guys. All right, everybody, welcome back to Three Black Men. My name is Robert. I'm Sam. I'm Trey. And we're Three Black Men. Still. (laughs) Still. All right, everybody, welcome back. Hey, y'all, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, feeling great. (laughs) I'm not going to do that every time you ask. I got to stop. I got to stop doing that. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good myself. I just finished off my little tangerine lemonade, so yeah, that's what I appreciate you not naming the brand because we 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 charging for those now. Charge it. I mean, absolutely. We're, yeah, we are a successful podcast now. We so now successful. we now we're 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 accepting brands uh, at this point. <laughs> we got a four point nine rating on on iTunes thanks to one single solitary hater. Man, yeah, yeah. we still looking for them. Yeah, we're looking for you. Uh, <laughs> it was probably that knockoff podcast. We're not talking about that. Oh, right Lord. Oh, Talk oh to us God. nice, though. Talk to us nice. Yeah. Talk to me nice. But uh, <laughs> as I wear my deconstruct and decolonize uh, three black men shirt. This is available um, on Etsy for purchase. Um, so uh, on the table for today, we're going to be talking about the three black men of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Y'all see how we did that? We <laughs> black men talking about three black men. <laughs> and this was a special request from Sharifa. <laughs> what's and, up, Sharifa? What's up, Sharifa? And yeah. others of of the internet community. So here we are. Uh, we're we're going to be discussing it. So uh, for this podcast, we are going to be discussing them. And so those three black men are Lamar, <laughs> Isaiah Bradley, and Sam Wilson. And so 
Yeah, yeah let's get into <laughs> it. So obviously Falcon like and it. the Winter Soldier is uh, the Marvel production. You can catch it on Disney+. Plus. If you have not gotten into it, and this is going to be a spoiler for you, that is your own fault at this point. A big point. spoiler. Yeah, that, that is your <laughs> fault at spoiler. this point. Uh, because that uh, series has been out for quite some time. So we're going to do a bit of an analysis on these three Black men. It's not going to be as in-depth, but we're going to riff. We're going to talk about them, what our thoughts are on these Black men. Uh, So, all right, y'all, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay, so I thought we could start with Lamar. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> but before <laughs> before we start with the three black men, let's give a little bit of context overall with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What were your thoughts on the series? Maybe don't go into an extensive <laughs> thought, but just give give a bit of a taste of what you thought of the show. So uh, for me, uh, I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, Just because Sam wasn't who I wanted him to be so bad, but I understand it. Um, So I love it because it's MCU. And to be honest, I, I just... I have a special place in my heart for everything MCU does just because I like they I feel like they have done really good movies consistently. Um, is that aggravating for you as like a Sam that Sam didn't live up to who you want him to be? Oh uh, yeah. Um, but not necessarily because his name is Sam, um, more so because like I found myself struggling with some of the same things that he was. And mm, so like, like the me that wishes I would have made a better decision was like, yo, make a better decision. And so, you know, there's sort of that um, going on, if that makes yeah. sense. That's interesting. We haven't <laughs> talked about that, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I, I loved it for those reasons. Um, I hated it just because um, it didn't go the way I wanted it to go, but it's some like i get i understand why so i keep watching it and i will keep watching it as long as it's on there okay so. <laughs> all right all right trey what do you think of the series overall i mean it was cool it was i'm, I'm generally a a uh a mcu the marvel movie shows fan like there's only a couple of them i don't really rock with there was nothing particularly impressive about the show like it's not ranking near my top marvel outputs ever i think they bit off more than they could chew in certain parts, trying to handle certain topics. And I don't yes. know necessarily who was in the writer, the writer's room. Um, yeah. It was a Freudian slip <laughs> just now. I was I just fixing to say, I like, yeah, I did catch okay. that. Bars. I, I didn't even mean to do it on purpose. I promise. That was, that was the Holy Spirit. Oh, no. Um, so, uh, but <laughs> there's, they, 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 they tried to bite off. <laughs> EKOC. Untime it. Uh, <laughs> They try to bite off a little bit more, oh Jesus, than they could chew in some regards, dealing with certain topics, uh, like, and, and not even just the black stuff, which, yeah, like, what are y'all doing with this? But even like when it came to some of the, the, the global uh, refugee crises and, and, and the resettlement and stuff like that, like, it was a way that it could have been done, but sometimes it's hard to balance that stuff with people flying around with, like, stark wings and in the vibranium arm and stuff like it's 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 tough to patch your head and rub your belly at the same time you know what i'm saying like it, it gets a little and that's all but you. but at the same token i i enjoyed the show i just it's not where i'm gonna go for my uh cultural commentary <laughs> you know yeah i it's not um secret news that I wasn't a fan of this show. Um, you can check me out on uh, Faith in Catherine's pod, Melanated Faith, uh, for more in-depth an- analysis. Uh, 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 myself, Catherine and Sharifa had a wonderful time talking about it. Um, it actually was a brilliant conversation and lots of laughs. Um, it was a mess of a show to me, 
You but, say miss or mess? Both. Uh, <laughs> I guess well, that was that was that a Freudian slip? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like boop, boop. <laughs> both. Uh, but I will say uh, I watched it because I'm an MCU fan and I'm not crazy. I'm I'm not goofy. I'm gonna watch it. So um, you know, I know the assignment. <laughs> so <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like people are like, well, if you didn't like it so much, why do you watch it? Because I know the assignment. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You act like like two things can be true. Uh, And so, um, but one thing I did like that we probably wouldn't get into otherwise is watching that Dora Milaje scene is probably the climax for me. because the way they kicked Dollar General Captain America's tail, my God, on today. That was so gorgeous, man. They 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 whooped that 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 boy so bad. He started he 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 sought out the little the little the little man. Oh, he was in a depression for the rest of the series. <laughs> they, they weren't they even did. super soldiers. Yeah, I was just in his, man, just he was in such face? a funk. The red, I mean, he was in a PTSD depression. The rest, I mean, that sent him into a psychopathic rage. It also, it also sent Lamar to do his job. Yeah, it did. Um, you so, you so great, Mouse. Yeah, yeah, it did. And uh, the way they cleaned up shop, uh, that was phenomenal. Um, because the way he, it, yeah. John Walker was like, you don't have the Dora Milaje does not have jurisdiction. Can we just say that uh, Wakanda makes everything better in the it does like every everything. It really does. That was the best part of that show. Um, And the way they cleaned up shop, (laughs) bruh. But the way she dismantled Bucky's arm too, like hold on, player, zip. (laughs) <laughs> that arm sick. Clank, clank, clank. I told you to give him up, player. I told like I gave you eight hours. Um, and so with what Sam said, I guess that leads us directly into Lamar's character. So the first person we'll analyze is Lamar. And I guess I'll go first. Lamar is presented to us as the as this sidekick to John Walker what do y'all think of this sidekick that's presented he's a black guy Mm -hmm. what do Mm y'all think sidekick so so like so for me um i think i would the the, i think these three black characters represent three different types of black men yeah is he authentic to you uh yes Ooh. Uh and I yes. And I did not even think that you were gonna say this. So this is good. We did not rehearse this, so this is great. I do, I, I do it. think his character is Ooh, authentic and very real good. today. Um, okay, because, I did not think you were gonna say that. Yikes. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. We just did some bonus content on Rachel Nichols. And you talked about the people that came forward to defend them. Is that not the same thing as Lamar? Uh yeah. Ooh, I think when, you, when, okay, when, this when is the hot. white savior <laughs> this is hot. When the white saviors um what ego was hurt they always came to sweep up that ego oh you're great you're great no you're you're great you're an amazing guy you're a great guy yeah i think i think you all the way right bro because one thing i can't view lamar in isolation right one of the things that happened was when steve rogers decides he's done with everything and, and transitions and gives the shield up to to sam's we'll talk about later um they decide they're gonna give a uh, great value Captain America, right? Uh, John Walker, is that, that's his name, right? Um, and they got this replacement and they give him a sidekick who because because Steve Rogers' sidekick happened to be a black man, Sam Rogers, then John Walker needed a black sidekick who ended up being Lamar and we don't know his last name, I don't, whatever it was, don't matter, it's irrelevant. Um, and I get what we're saying in terms of not viewing him necessarily as authentic or what you expected, Rob. But I think I'm kind of with Sam on this, and I think we've seen a whole lot of Lamars. For instance, no, um, you're right. You guys are changing how I, I was, I was I, I, honestly, I was getting ready to say he he wasn't authentic, but no, y'all have shifted me in five yeah. seconds, y'all. Because if you y'all, y'all shifted my mindset, so no. If we you. look at, at especially Lamar in relation to Sam, right, as as that mm-hmm. sidekick, and not me. Oh, and no, not not you, Sam. <laughs> Sam, Sam. <laughs> in relation to Sam, uh, uh, 
Wilson, then I said Sam Rogers before, Sam Wilson, um, then what we have here is this token character, right? Like this, I could, this, this, this black man that says, look, guys, we are past some of this racism stuff because we could do that. And we've seen a whole lot of them. And you gave uh, the Rachel Nichols analogy. I'll give you another one. A history making black appointment in this country was the appointment of Thurgood Marshall to the Supreme Court of the United States of America. He retires and George W. Bush, not George W., George H.W., George W.'s dad, replaces him with a black man by the name of Justice Clarence Thomas. Mm. So when we look at this, this notion that, look, well, we can maintain diversity, we can keep this thing rolling, whatever, even though they, they pulled a trick, right? Because there's a world of difference. There, there is an ocean between what okay. Thurgood Marshall provided to the Supreme Court of the United States of America and what Clarence Thomas provided to the Supreme Court of the United States of America, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and 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 um, I guess the, the best analogy is is maybe is is, is uh is Popeyes and Roy Rogers. The the the, the, the skin looked the same, but the chicken different. <laughs> y'all are um, preaching. I think whew, y'all shifted me quick. I mean, <laughs> I mean, y'all shifted me quick. Well, I want to hear your perspective before too. No, because... I mean, I I was a little bit more skin deep. Uh, and then y'all, y'all just, I mean, y'all plunge mm. me into the waters. <laughs> I mean, because I, I mean, honestly, what I thought felt inauthentic about his character was, you know, in episode two, we find this pump up character, you know, mm. as he, his, his main role in life is to be this companion piece for this white uh, uh, a person, and but you find out all these things about him little by little that if you uh, blink, you'll miss. Actually, um, you find out in episode two that he's uh, at least bi bilingual, um, because in episode two you find out that at least he's fluent in this other language because um, John Walker's like, hey, you know, speak to these people and tell them what I want. Right. So he and, has you know, a skill set. That yeah, he has a skill set. That it, yeah, yeah. So you're like, oh, <laughs> like, I did not know yeah. Lamar literally be speaking like this. <laughs> like, but, you know, and he's using, mm -hmm. you know, he's like, mm -hmm. hey, I can I can roll with it. <laughs> you what do you need this? I which side note. How many of us as black people have been used like this in church Absolutely. spaces? Absolutely. And church spaces for Oof. white people to do exactly what is needed, you know, in other spaces where we are, our giftings have been called upon, used and utilized, where we have to be highly proficient at jobs where we've been called upon. So that was triggering, but, you know, so, so he's used and utilized, but he's a thing. He's like a tool in the background and, Lamar is never really pulled out until he's needed. You know, you also found him when he was, you know, on top of that train in that episode, you know, the, the other episode when the super soldiers are coming out and all of a sudden Lamar can hold his own in a fight at least enough to not get John Walker killed. Right. And he's used as this prop to pump up, defend, and to not get white savior master kill go ahead and, Sam. you know when so when, when we first when you first mentioned that you wanted to um the, or the idea of doing this episode uh, i was like okay well let me go back and watch these um characters like not the show i want to watch the characters and one of the things that i noticed unless it's a fight scene lamar does not have a line in her in, in a scene um with with john walker every scene that he's in with john walker unless they're fighting He's complimenting him every single time. And even his family does that. Y'all, what you said. Wow. He's there to console y'all, and y'all are complimenting him. Wow. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, what is this? So, so it's, it's, that's why I say, like, that's authentic. Because yeah. every time, every single time something happens, a famous person, whatever <laughs> you know there's always gonna be a, a steven that comes along and they're gonna sweep up that ego and it happens every single time i guess to be deep i didn't realize this that we were just talking i have been the lamar 
Me too. I mean, to be honest, and (laughs) I've been to that in white evangelical spaces. I've Mm -hmm. been forced to be the Lamar. Ooh. I mean, if we're I mean, if we're being honest. And see, I don't blame Lamar for being that. Yeah. I mean, if I'm honest, Lamar in white evangelical spaces is the best opportunity to not only survive, but to thrive. And also, um, that gets you, you know, moving up the ladder. If you notice, even with, with John Walker, after the Dora Milaje, whooped that tail. I mean, whooped that tail. I mean, <laughs> really that, I mean, whooped that tail. You know, John Walker was... <laughs> my hey, Rob, is, they, my, they whooped that tail? Yeah, I mean, what, what that tail? <laughs> my eyes is heavy, my knee, you know, like... I, you oh, know, no. like, <laughs> yeah, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. <laughs> my, my, you know, um, they sitting in the, you know, they sitting down at the table and you know, he's having this existential crisis with Lamar and Lamar's like, whatever, whatever you need, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here, you know? And he's like, would you take the serum? He's like, hell's yeah. You know, <laughs> that Bro, literally you, is his line you notice, is, is you notice even after that, he was like, um, John was like, oh, well, you don't think it'll change you? He was like, nah, remember power just uh, enhances who you are. So you assume, like you telling this dude, he's a great dude. And he's going to be- Yeah, he says power just makes- out- he said okay. power just makes a person more of themselves. So Lamar's role. But you in- saw this man, how he just responded when he was spit on and yeah. everything else. And you've seen how ugly it is. And you, and here's the other thing that I, and I know we're not even talking about this, but the parallels that I don't like that people won't talk about are the parallels to John Walker and America. Won't talk about it. Let's, let's talk about it. Even, I'm seeing all sorts of stuff. You talked about how, how you got to be a Lamar to, to be in a lot of white evangelical spaces. Bro, America would not exist without Lamar. Oh, it, 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 it would exist. Black America would not exist without Lamar's because uh, Lamar is the only way that a lot of people are comfortable with black people being. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that when we get to Isaiah and what it took for Isaiah. Yeah, okay. but yeah. go ahead with what you were saying about America, Trey. Yeah, because, okay, we talk about the fact, like, there's a whole lot of parallels there. Lamar did what he had to do to advance in his field. Lamar found himself in a prominent position next to the up-and-coming Great Value Captain America and all this stuff because he he he. he I love that we go man. keep calling him Great Value Captain America. That <laughs> Yo, is cool your title, that. sir. Yeah, great like, value. That is who you are. Your mama named you Great Value that. Captain America. That's I'm going to call you Great Value Captain America. But it was uh, in in being a company man and and sticking mm-hmm. with the, the the company line. And in all honesty, it's important to note that all three of these men are veterans, right? Mm-hmm. But even black veterans are not a monolith. There's a whole lot of different things and ideologies mm-hmm. that go into play there. But Lamar, in in his current iteration, I, I think he was the only. I'm not sure if if, if Sam is still active duty. Uh, I don't know. Regardless, that's not important to this point. Um, but but in this show, right, Lamar, he might as well. Just, he worked for the government. So. Yeah, but he's doing what he has. As a matter of fact, no, we found he's retired in in the first Captain America movie, I think, or not retired. Whatever. That's it. Please talking about Isaiah. You say Isaiah? Or no, Sam? no, I'm, I'm thinking Sam. Um, oh. but sorry, but, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we but we see Lamar doing what needs to be done, um, sticking with the company line and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, that is how not only you need to be to advance in many or to, to survive or exist in many white evangelical circles. White evangelicalism is a microcosm of America, right? That's it's why there's such a, a, a yes. close marriage between them and so many things. That's why you go to some of these spaces and they got American flags and they're, and they're, and they're doing American hymns and things of that nature uh, because it's how America or a large part of America views itself. It's how a large part of white evangelicalism in America views itself. And there's a whole lot of parallels between what it takes for a black man to not only like advance and thrive, but to even mm-hmm. survive in those spaces. There's a lot of self-checking that you have to do and not just self-checking, but in, in, terms of, of, of policing yourself, saying the right things, which is eventually, and we'll talk about it when we get to them, but that's eventually like the, the battle, the, the struggle that Sam finds mm-hmm. himself in, in the show. Uh, I need to start saying Falcon, cause it's confusing. We got a Sam on this yeah. show and a Sam on that show. But <laughs> real, real quick, it's funny that you said that. I was going to save this for the end, but but theoretically, like, and, and I think I think you can say that these three characters re- represent an evolution 
Oh, because, because I think at one point in time, Isaiah might have been Lamar. And, and because here's the thing, L- Lamar, I, I I don't think, and I say, I give I give Lamar a lot of a lot of stuff because I don't necessarily like the character because I I know I know what it's like to be black and in that place. Sometimes, like you said, Trey, like this is what you have to do to survive in this space, whether it be in church or just sometimes just even in America. This is like what we have to do to survive. And so I don't necessarily think um, he was necessarily grifting. Uh, I just think that, that that was who he was, right? And I think eventually, uh, like uh, Rob said, I was a Lamar. Eventually, I kind of became a Sam, right? I started to struggle with things and I started to realize things and I started to wake up. And you know, one day I become Isaiah. Well, I'm but telling th- young folks to stop this book. <laughs> you know what I'm But saying? I think what's important to note, and, uh, and I want to say this and then kind of, you know, move towards Isaiah too, is regardless of, you know, it's intent versus impact. um, It almost, uh, it doesn't matter because, you know, uh, the impact he, you know, the thing about the Lamar character and you guys are, you guys are correct the Lamar character exists both in America and the black community. If we want to be honest, the black, the black Lamars help feed the egotistical, abusive American white savior males. They, cause the reality is he helped John Walker be the psycho sickle. Yeah. Right, so regardless, enabler, yeah. even, you know, it's like, we can understand, we can empathize. We can say, Hey, we got a little Lamar in us, maybe a lot of Lamar, but the reality is he helped to pump up this psycho sicko. And we could be like, dang, bro. Like I feel you. But then it's like, you, you help do that by not like by being that type of brother, right? And, and, you know, in our communities, we know the Lamars, you know, like we know, like whether it's evangelical spaces or in the black community at large, I almost named a brother, a famous, I'll tell y'all offline who it is. Um, <laughs> oh, I got yeah, it. It's a, it's a famous dude that be capping, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, several of those. <laughs> yeah, there's several of those. But like when their main mission is to keep black women down and they, mm. they, they're always pumping up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to say it, but I was just say it's, it's almost irrelevant what your intent is because the impact is disastrous. And so the culmination of his character ends up in, in I believe his premature death. Right. And so as in life, so it was in his death. His death to me was dishonorable, right? Like he had a whack death, and you're just like, wow. Yeah, tragic. The, <laughs> the line that keeps on popping up to me, and I don't, don't want to jump the gun too much because uh <clears throat> Sam, you you had spoken about there being like an evolution of sorts from Lamar to Isaiah and I don't even know if it's an evolution per se. It, although I, I, I'd imagine that there, there is a reality in which Isaiah could have started off as a Lamar. I would say it's more of a spectrum, right? From mm. from Lamar to Isaiah, and in the middle of that spectrum, trying to find out which way he wants to go mm. is Falcon Sam, right? Um, and the one line, and I'm 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 hopping right now from Marvel to DC, but the Marvel the the the, the one line that keeps on popping in my head right here is that line from uh batman he says you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain right and we see that happening in real time with lamar and with isaiah we'll talk about in a little who's literally living in secrecy because he's supposed to be dead like these are your mm. options you, right. you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain which is exactly what we see happen on the two ends of that spectrum mm. right between those two men and with that, this is the perfect time to take a quick break. 
stop, look, and listen, party people. I wanted to, on behalf of the three black men, give you some ways that you can support your favorite three black men. So uh, I wanted to say that, number one, you can like, rate, and review our podcast. So all you have to do is go on yeah, especially if you have Apple Podcast, just go ahead in the app, like, rate, and review. Okay? Um, but only if you have something positive to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so when you like, rate, and review our podcast, uh, it uh, increases our visibility uh, and it helps us to um, be more credible. It helps us to uh, gain sponsorships. Uh, So yeah, so like, rate, and review. Number two, share this pod on social media. So especially when we drop trailers, go ahead, retweet that on Twitter. (laughs) And yeah, go ahead and share. And lastly, you can support our Patreon. Uh, We'll have our Patreon link in uh, the description of our podcast episodes. You can also follow us on Twitter. Um, so yes, yeah, so those are a few ways that you can be um, active in helping to support us. And maybe you personally don't have a lot of money and you want to know what are some ways that I can encourage and amplify these brothers' voices. So those are ways that you can practically engage with us, amplify our voices and uh, the conversations that we are trying to put out there in the world. Amen and amen. More about Lamar, uh, feel free to bring uh, it up. Um, So Isaiah as a character, um, what do y'all think about Mr. Isaiah Bradley? That joint hurt. Like, <laughs> like, and so when he gets introduced to us, <laughs> it was surprising, yeah. right? Like we, I mean, yeah, he gets kind of, I mean, I would say at least that, that it was intriguing, right? Cause yeah. it just gets thrown into us, like at us surprisingly. Yeah. So uh, initially there was that shock and I, you know, I was like, wait, and then I'm I'm listening to the story and I was like, wait a minute, you took Bucky arm? (laughs) Like, whoa, hold on. Mr. Mr. Bradley, (laughs) Mr. Bradley, hold on now. Um, And so like, you know, immediately, you know, I I had ultimate respect because just, just how he, just him, he reminds, he reminds me of of my um, maternal grandfather just just the the actor himself his presence and how he carries himself I love so i already had like this this you know this you know connection with him already i was like i like this guy um but then when he sat down and he talked to sam and he told him the story it it upset me in so many different ways because when captain america stormed that camp thinking that bucky was there they hailed him as a hero and when Isaiah Brad, when when Mr. Bradley went down there to go and get his folks back that y'all was ready to kill because you'd rather to cover this up than to let the world know that there's a black super soldier out here, just like Captain America that's frozen. Right? Um, so uh yeah, that that really upset me. Um hearing that, uh like I, I had to pause it a couple times um, because it, just letting his wife think that he died and hearing so much that he went through and, and the anger and the frustration that he felt, I could feel myself starting to feel it, just listening to his story because I'm like, how many times have they erased us from history and they expect us to live you know, according to to their standard or these sort of different rules that still sort of, that that still marginalize ourselves. You know, they still marginalize us. You know what I'm saying? And and we have people walking, we have grandparents and uncles and aunts and parents that are walking around with some of these same types of scars 
from either the the military or uh and and maybe not the physical scars but emotional you know what i'm saying like bro yeah. this is two, this is 2021 my dad went to a segregated school my dad will be 63 this year 64 he would mm-hmm. he went to segregated schools bro this stuff ain't long it ain't that long ago yeah i think like i said it, it hurt because of course marvel is going to take certain things to like a fantastical level or whatever like it's, Imagine you gotta suspend your disbelief to some some stuff to happen. The only thing that I had to suspend my disbelief for was the fact that like he was an actual super soldier, because they were actually recounting or summarizing or paraphrasing historical events, and that black people have fought in every single war in the history of the United States, just about every like from the revolution, and still had to fight all of the nonsense they had to go through just because they were black. As a matter of fact, there are multiple tales of black people coming home from war in uniform during the Jim Crow era and being abused, beaten, tortured, even lynched um, for having the audacity to not only wear their uniform, but just expect like basic respect and dignity and and to be treated a certain way just because they happen to be black and have the audacity to believe that even if they weren't entitled to certain rights before that they had earned them on the battlefield right so having that background and that knowledge as we watch this fictional character who subjected his body to the same thing that we are led to believe that Steve Rogers, Captain America, the the original one, the OG one, um, that that he is to be celebrated for. Like there was a whole movie about him going through this because he hated bullies and, and all of this stuff. And and we see that Isaiah Bradley goes through the same process and is somehow villainized and is only allowed to live by not living <laughs> and by pretending to be deceased. Um and that we valorize all these things about the military and, and fighting for our freedom. And this black man's reality is entirely different. Um, so I said it hurt because yeah, this is, I, I recognize this is a, a fictional uh, character to read about and everything, but there were too many parallels that, that hit a little too close to reality for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It intersected yeah. a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to, to both of your points. It was a lot for me to listen to because there were too many connecting points to reality, to um, to Sam's point. I saw the trauma and the scars to just, you know, my father had, I, I think just even the, the everyday older Black man has scars that they don't feel comfortable sharing, even if they haven't been in the military, right? And so, so then, so, uh, so just, so seeing Isaiah Bradley's character was a lot, (laughs) you know, and, and so then adding in the military piece, adding in the super soldier piece was a lot, um, and, and, and so I desired for there to be a higher level of care with that character. Um, I didn't desire for you to just throw that character out there. Absolutely. I wanted. He deserves so much more. He respect. deserved a lot oh more personally. I wanted the same level of care that Black Panther got, honestly. Um, I, I think he warranted that. I. And, and so, and so for me, it felt herky jerky for me because I felt like there was something that I, I, I longed for in Isaiah Bradley's character that you, you kind of put up for me, but then it's, I felt like you snatched it from me and I felt that that was cruel. So I, I would say that overall, but so looking at Isaiah's character, I, I would say, as I look at this man, um, and as I as I look at the trauma, as I look at what he endured um, past what what Marvel presented to me, because I'm still I want to pull up on you, Marvel. <laughs> I want to pull up. That, so I'm trying to get past 
what I wanted Isaiah's character to be. And that's, uh, that's hard for me, honestly, you know, because all that we talked about is like the disbelief and it's almost hard to separate what I wanted Isaiah's character to be. than what was he actually in the show? Mm -hmm. Um, Cause with Lamar's character, we could say, we could analyze what he actually was. Um, but Isaiah's character felt like it's hard because we, this is what we wanted him to be. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, it's, it's almost that. like y'all just kind of gave us an outline, bro. <laughs> um, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, y'all yeah, yeah. gave us a shadow and it's more like, I mean, I, guess I think, I feel, go ahead. I'm not necessarily upset with, um, how they portrayed his character and um the well, I am, see well, let me let me say i am because y'all got the money y'all had well, the time and the resources well here's why right because i i think for me um the pain and the reality of his situation and his history was evident enough that i think it was felt by a lot of people so i'm not upset by that what i am upset by though is the simplicity of what they thought was a solution to make him happy at the end well, with a with a little with a little plaque and some and a screen to tell his story I, I next to captain america because mind true, true. you now because because here's the thing that really pissed me off when i really when i really understood this i got absolutely and see this is why i say i have a love-hate relationship with this with this show what absolutely pissed me off is when i realized that captain america was frozen and you could have unfroze him to do every single last one of these tests but you didn't you chose to lock up this black man and run these tests on him for 30 years i think i think my anger is that's what <laughs> i think my anger is is multiplied actually because one you you resolved him in a simple way at the end and then two you had him play a subordinate character throughout and there's no reason to like you one you have infinite amount of resources in marvel mm -hmm. it's not like you don't have storytellers you've proven in black sure. panther you do so i would give you more grace if like oh y'all know y'all don't be having good storytelling yeah. and y'all know y'all broke like y'all broke, y'all don't have enough resources. Hmm. No, y'all have infinite amount of resources. Y'all got Wait, good. Sir, so are you saying you just wanted them to develop his character character a little bit more so we could see more of his character? Yeah, I, I just think oh, okay. like yeah, no, like, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, because like y'all introduce this thing and then y'all have him in like two episodes. No, yeah, absolutely. I absolutely so, I mean it's so only my, six episodes, but yeah. I absolutely agree with that. I, so y'all roll by that. his house and it's like, hey, y'all want to see something cool? It's a black silver soldier. Oh, y'all don't think it's worth developing? Hey, he's pretty. He's pretty mad. And then the only time a trick to throw a ten. The only time we see him, or two times, he's really mad, and y'all act like it's kind of an unreasonable amount. The second time you see him, Sam says, "Hey, enough with that old man bitter stuff." It's something to that effect. I don't want to talk about that old man bitter stuff. But 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 he got Sam. He got Sam when with, with that when he said that line, uh, uh, they, America would never let a black man be Captain America, but no self-respecting black man would ever want to be. So anyway, <laughs> so my my analysis <laughs> of his character is it's simplistic. There is a, there is a reservoir of things there that they didn't develop, right? Like there are things there. But it feels like it, it, as far as in the show, I, I feel like he's the most, um, I guess he's one of the most authentic parts of the show. Like he's no. the most authentic yeah. black portion. Like if we're comparing the three black men, yeah, I feel like of the three, I don't know what y'all feel, of the three black men, I mean, well, y'all already convinced. I could me. point to a few Isaiahs in my life, to yeah. be honest, realistically. Well, and y'all convinced me. There, there. I guess yeah. there are Lamars in my life too. I guess I'm Lamar too. So. Well, I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah. So you're right. So, so I, I guess. Don't think, 
I don't think any, any of them are, are unauthentic. Like, yeah. I agree. I would like, because I do like Isaiah's character so much, I would love to, I would have loved to see more of him and hear more from him. Yeah. But I think the little bit that he was in there, he made a really big impact on. on Opa on said, we already gave you Negroes a whole country. Relax. <laughs> they, said, they, said, they said, they said, Wakanda forever. <laughs> that is enough. <laughs> yeah, they said, you rabble rousers are getting greedy out here. Talking yeah. about some development. <laughs> you better be happy with a black Captain America. <laughs> Any other thoughts on on Isaiah's character? No, man, I, I agree with you. Uh, I wanted to, I just wanted to see more of him. Uh, I, I just think character. he has so was, much potential that if you're going to introduce like a power packed character, it's just like that. it's sticky because in in the comics, Isaiah Bradley is actually the first black Captain America. That's that's you know what I'm saying. So it's because it's oh, MCU. Snap. I didn't know that. I'm not. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't read comics. I mean, I yeah, need to. I, I, I my comics. wife, my wife is into all like all the Greek mythology comics, all of that. My Let's wife, that's go. my wife. Yeah, I'm not, but she tells me, so that's the only reason I know. <laughs> but so I think I think they were just trying to be sticky with that, and that's probably why they only introduced. A little bit because they didn't want to upset true comic fans to be like nah that's not isaiah bradley because he was the original com-. so they tried to they made him a super soldier they made, you know what i'm saying i think they were trying to draw that parallel to make everybody happy mm. if that okay. makes sense right. the more you know i know yeah, okay and there's gonna be some people to listen to this is probably gonna try and critique me on on twitter but i don't care because i'm not into this so argue with your mama yeah <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying i don't we're care. just we're just it. talking about the three right well, i'm just okay. here to talk about like, yeah, yeah, relax. Relax. somebody's Listen. like actually in avengers 361 do not yeah actually Listen. actually in the parallel dimension of parallandra no like do not try it look uh, at, at the other three black men yeah yeah like, because i don't want to hear that it's hurting okay last last three black men last three black men this is gonna be a doozy sam wilson now i'm gonna start this one so wait hold on can i just disclaim anthony mackie if you listen to this brother it is nothing personal against you so they they let's get anthony mackie (laughs) his real name is clarence yeah so (laughs) so they already started this long to begin with, because when they started uh, this series, they hurt themselves so hard because they had these trailers out like, don't you guys want to know the history and uh, the origin stories of Sam Wilson? And they had Anthony Mackey standing over the shield. And he was like, with his hands on his hip and black Twitter is so dang ruthless. Black Twitter was like, not at all. Don't want to know. No, <laughs> definitely not. Not even a little bit. Who cares? Anthony McAnee. No, I don't care. Not even a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is hurting. I was like, oh, my God. I hope Anthony Mackey does not read Black Twitter because yikes. Um and, and I and I said bag, this on, he don't care. He and I said, yeah, yeah, right yeah. And I Claire's said this parents a, have a real good marriage. And I just <laughs> said this on a previous podcast, but I, I I said they didn't set up this show well enough, even within the MCU, to be strong enough for you to care about a Black Captain America, right? And I'm going to say, I guess there are Black men like Sam Wilson, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand 10 toes down. Yes, there are Black men like him, but I'm going to say, that is the most unrealistic depiction of blackness in America, because here is a black man from Louisiana. You know, he's black. He grew up with black parents. He was in the military and all of a sudden he trusts the government and he is almost, he's in his forties and is becoming aware that, uh, oh my God, the government doesn't care about me. <laughs> and that, no, I just could not. <laughs> I, 
like that was the like that as a starting point made the whole show unravel for me from jump for me uh, yeah, i think so i don't know i honestly feel like i do recognize because earlier I, I mentioned that i viewed isaiah and lamar as on a spectrum right and in my mind's eye, like Sam looks to be the middle point of that spectrum where he feels a pull in a, in a, in a, in a couple different directions. Like, wow, maybe Isaiah's right and no self-respecting black man would take up this shell. Uh, and then there's Lamar who's company man and, and, and Sam also feels compelled to go that way. Um, and I think that there are um, some people who can relate to that struggle. I'm not one of them, <laughs> but it's uh, that he's in his forties. He's yeah, not 20 and he was yeah. in the military and he had been in the blip. So now all of a sudden you're having this existential crisis and you're like, I'm black. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. That's the part that's confusing to me. So like okay. if he was 20, I could have been like, okay, I, I guess I feel like you just realized you're black and from the South. Okay. I hear, I hear that. I hear that. And at the same time, I'm, I'm going to throw this name right here just because like, uh, it's not dragging nobody, but I, I almost view it as like a Barack Obama figure where, where, where uh, mm. Barack Obama claimed to understand a lot of issues, but at the same token, he got to the highest office in the land. It was like, oh, I can't just be a president for black people. And it seems to be a lot of stuff that he was wrestling with, like where you might go out of your way to be like, okay, the officer who arrested Henry Louis Gates on his front steps acted stupidly. And then you get caught on it. And now you got to have a beer summit to talk it out because no, you just misunderstood. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, uh, almost 50 year old man at the time um, struggling with, with, with how to execute that right there because there comes a point when the expectations that, that accompany your success make you a little more timid about addressing certain things so and, and again I'm, I'm i'm younger than than sam is in this show but from what i've seen there are people who still struggle with that for i don't know until the crows come home it's me guessing absolutely um i think i think to trey's point man i think um sam is a person uh, Sam is Sam is a lot of black men every day that work in corporate America or that are pastoring in an evangelical church and they are trying to figure out how to balance um, their theology and their blackness or um, professionalism and their blackness. And 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 I hate that those things are pitted against each other because blackness is not unprofessional, um, blackness is not untheological, and I think I don't like the conclusion he comes to at the end. But I think there are many black people, whether they be forty or not, that go through that same existential crisis, right? Like age aside, that happens. Like I went through that on a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Uh, some, some of that recently, right? Like I just left my church in December. So over some of this stuff. So like with his, his age, right? Like it, it is what that is, but that character <laughs> and that, that struggle that he had, um, the realization of like, yo, like I was joking. I was watching the first episode and I turned to my wife. And I was like, yo, this first episode should have been called who? because Sam had, had had this position and he thought his face was good in the hood and he went out there and then people said, who? <laughs> he was like, nah, I'm going to take care of everything, man. It's on me. I got it. I got it. And he went out there and then people said, who? You going to do what? By the way, can I get a selfie? Um, but I can't help you. I... You see what I'm saying? He laid, he, he was out, he had the top, one of the top, like most powerful people in the world right considered an avenger well i would you see what i'm saying i will roll with y'all uh if he was mixed i would okay. roll with y'all if he was white passing 
I would roll with the offuse in a white evangelical church, but I'm putting I'm a I'm a stick to the actual character. So I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm a I'm a stand ten toes down in the actual character. One ain't a person alive, Falcon. <laughs> Just say it, Falcon as a character. Ain't nobody said, oh my God, Falcon. <laughs> We have been waiting for Falcon to come and rescue us in the MC. That has never happened. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna hit y'all lightly, like as brothers. Ain't, no, ain't like, nobody oh, coming man. to see you, Otis. <laughs> yeah, ain't, ain't nobody but coming real. to see you. No, for but real. like, ain't nobody. A building was falling. <laughs> ain't nobody like, dang it, I hope Falcon shows up. No, that never happened. Once, nobody like, was on the news saying that Falcon saved him. Yeah, no, never once, <laughs> not once. The, in here's how you know. All shade aside, when they was in Sokovia, y'all ever noticed that he wasn't around in any of those battle scenes? Age of Ultron? Mm-hmm. At the very end, Quicksilver got killed. Everybody got killed. Um, and they, they at the end, and, <laughs> you know, Wanda comes up in this, uh, like that triumphant scene at the end, and then Falcon sweeps in. Age of Ultron. I was like, oh, Falcons like swooping in. I was like, oh, he wasn't even there. Blue? <laughs> I didn't even notice. I didn't even miss him. <laughs> Yikes. I guess he could have been helping in Sokovia. Nah, but that's why he's just like a friend of the Avengers and not like really. Exactly. So, exactly. So, but I didn't even notice like they was getting, I mean, they was getting blown down on. So my point was, so the reason why I say that is fast forward to this man is an older man. Now he's been in, he's been in the military. He's been through some things. Winter Soldier was a trip. Because he been through some things with a soldier. I mean, he had, I mean, he was on the run. He also was on the run for for two years. That should have toughened him up. I mean, should have you know, should have showed him his eyes should have been wide open. Um, um, I mean, that should have showed him some things. Head on a swivel, boy. Yeah, head on a swivel. Because yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I hear you, but if but he's, no, but what if my, he's my colorblind. My, yeah, but my point is. Okay, so being poor and black, all of a sudden now, somehow it missed, his sister realized she was black the whole time, but all of a sudden now he's like, wow, I'm poor. Wow, I'm black. But no, we're not really black. But like, this isn't, but I, the reason why I want to say this, this is not, this isn't the existential crisis that. Right. No, wait, I let, get that. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. So this isn't like the average person that's like in a white evangelical space. Like there have been opportunities for for him when he was on the run, when he was uh, after he was in prison. But like why I think this was bad storytelling. So I'm going to I'm going to say this is bad storytelling is we find out these things about his origin story that don't add up is you find out about his parents, you find out things about him. And then now I'm like, so we just are supposed to like suspend our disbelief about all of his origin stories. So to me, it actually seems pointless to find out his origin stories because now we are supposed to believe, okay, he was poor, he's from Louisiana. And at no point did he realize he was black ever until now. But do you remember on the episode where he was arguing with his sister and she said, you left, you ran from everything. So yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But, yeah. She, but she told us right there that he yeah, yeah. left. He so he never he never had to, he never had to face that. So while you're saying like, I get what you're saying and I hear you. But she told us like, bro, I was the one dealing with this. I knew that I was black. But he I never we faced discrimination in never, the military. Though? You left that, but he. But you see what I'm saying. That's why I say no, I, no, no. I get that. It, I I'm just saying, I, but no discrimination in the military, though. But but see, but everybody don't. Lamar would not see discrimination as discrimination. 
And that's why I said, if you look at it, this could be an evolution of a single person because he could have left with Lamar's mentality. You see what I'm saying? I don't see that. I'm just going to work hard. He retired. He got to where he was because he had a particular set of skills. You see what I'm saying? Captain America knew he had a particular set of skills and that's what got him there. So he never, in his mind, he worked for everything he got and everything that he didn't get was because it wasn't for him. It wasn't until he came back and saw that and his sister was like, no, this is the reality of us in America. And when Isaiah Bradley was like, no, this is the reality of us in America, that he had his wake up call. And that happens because I'm going to tell you something. I have relatives that are in their 50s and their 60s that mm -hmm. still hold to colorblind theology and think that black don't matter because they went through what they went through. And now that don't happen. So now it's different. No, I get so that's that. What, but so my, that's point, my point is he still ends in the same place, though. But that and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what was frustrating for me. Mm -hmm. But that and, and I think that I, that's why I think all three of these characters can be realistic. They might not yeah, be what my, my to point. Be. Just so you know, my point isn't authentic or not. My point is they tell us the, the story and he ends. It's not as progressive. As it was never the, intended the, to be, though. Because no, it is, no, it is. That and that I, is the what but I I don't think it was. I don't think it was though. Because remember, it's still the MCU, and they still got comic book fans to appease. So it was never yeah, intended yeah. to be too progressive. But the, but that saying? but no, but that is the way it has been told and sold, and that and the, and that is what I'm interrogating. Right? Yeah. I mean, so, I, I I don't. And I don't that, know. but that, but that is the commentary I pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, so that, I never, that might I never be. saw the commentary that way. Yeah, I, have, I get what I've you're saying. Tons I just tons of commentary that way. that way. Yeah, yeah. And, and so like, that, yeah, mm -hmm. and so that's what I'm interrogating. So, and so for me, for this to be sold as progressive, and for many to see it as progressively black, that is my problem. And so I take things out of, is it even merely is it authentically? black or not i'm like authentically black to who so you told us these origin stories and people are excited about like now we have a uh a, a, a black captain america i'm not merely excited about a, a black captain america that you told us this nobody story. was excited about that by the way i don't think yeah, anybody man. no plenty no like no plenty of people and in, in that and that's oh, why these are I, all people that don't know the comics and yeah, yeah. That, like I mean, I like I don't really follow the comics like that, but I was never. No, I mean, I plenty ain't care of people are excited, and that's why that's what's disheartening to me. Like, yeah, if we got a black Captain America dressed like a 2007 Dipset belt buckle, exactly. like I don't, there's there's nothing for us to celebrate right there. That's like, and we if we but, aren't, yeah, but that's we, what I'm saying though. Like, I hear you, and and I guess I think that's what's missing. Like, we're not just now getting black Captain America. Captain America was black for. 60 years now 70 years in yeah, the 40s yeah, yeah. when when Isaiah Brad you see what I'm saying and so that's what that like in the grand scheme of things where you're saying it doesn't make sense it actually does like in, in when you consider all of like the prog the progressiveness but also there's a story that's already told and we can't deviate from that right now you see yeah, what I'm saying? We can't but deviate plenty of people don't know so, that though so, right but yeah, um, that, yeah. and that's what I'm saying like but that's yeah. where I that's where we can have this conversation and now people can know so it makes yeah, yeah. sense like when you consider like yo Okay, so Isaiah Bradley was already a black Captain America a long time ago, but this is MCU, so it's a sort of a different universe, but they're not really deviating from it, so they want to show the similarities or what. So, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. And that like that makes total sense, like for somebody who does not know, like, wait a minute, there's a whole storyline about this. Yeah. But it all kind of like it's mm -hmm. weird. talked about a new segment we're gonna talk about uh what's on the front burner some some things um that that uh we are excited about personally as as individuals and bringing that and sharing that with y'all for this week's on the front burner i wanted to highlight dr nichelle gidry's new coffee company uh, black girl black coffee and it's something i am loving because she has this uh first uh 
batch of coffee that she has launched uh, with her new coffee company. And uh, this batch of coffee that I am loving is called Be The Light. So uh, I am definitely enjoying it. I just got my uh, first batch uh, a couple of days ago. And at Three Black Men, we support black business. (laughs) And um, yeah, so we... Um, want to say uh, congratulations, Dr. Nichelle Guidry. Uh, we support uh, everything you're doing with Black Girl, Black Coffee. And let me just read you a bit of this uh, mission statement that she has here. It, mm, She says here, at Black Girl, Black Coffee, we believe that Black people deserve luxury, even if that luxury is simply a beautiful cup of coffee. By centralizing our stories, history, and culture, we seek to brew a new community of black girls and women who share a love of specialty coffee. Mmm. Yeah. So the coffee is delicious, truly. And I have recently started to slowly dip into coffee over the past year and some change, year and a half. And uh, this is a good cup of coffee, truly. And I'm not saying that, no cap. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, that's what I'm loving. It's what's on the front burner. So get into this cup of coffee, get into this new company, uh, support uh, what uh, the good doctor is doing. Allow me to set the scene. Man starts making bold claims about himself. Talking cash stuff, big game. Maybe not bragging per se, but certainly not shy either. I'm the man, get like me. And people have their natural reaction to such talk. Says who? Who do you think you are? The man replies, says my daddy, and I agree with whatever he says I am. According to the rules y'all play by, that's good enough. I struggled with um, reading about gentleness as a fruit of the spirit because I was like, who gets, who has permission to be gentle in the world? Um, yeah. And in thinking about that, one of my go-to uh, frameworks for community gentleness um, is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I- have a patreon which patreon. i want to encourage each and every one of y'all to to visit at our uh, patreon.com slash three black men uh think through it pray through it ask god uh, <laughs> if, if he would have you partake in this work that we're doing because on top of some bonus content here we have uh some blog pieces going up there's going to be some devotional content coming out and i want to encourage you guys um to visit that patreon patreon.com slash three black men go watch and, my um, kids ruin my videos go ahead watch, watch them. <laughs> them them babies ain't ruin nothing man matter of fact there's more people gonna sign up to, to see them babies how about that bro <laughs>